Ministry Bits, episode 023, recorded September 10th, 2014. Backups. Show notes for this episode can be found at chatl.co slash mbits slash 023. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ministrybits and also on Twitter at twitter.com slash ministrybits. And of course, Ministry Bits is proud to be a part of the AIM network of podcasts. You can find that at adventuresinministry.com and search for their mobile app on the iTunes App Store and the Android Google Play Store. Good morning, afternoon, or evening. You may delete as appropriate. I am Chad Lamon, your host here for the 23rd episode of Ministry Bits, the Michael Jordan edition episode, I guess. I always remember him running around with number 23 on. It's the only basketball guy's number I remember from my childhood. That's it. Welcome to the show, and I do apologize that I have been uh, erratic, I guess, in the last uh, few, um, I'd say few days, few weeks. Um, had a death in the family, uh, and any of you who knew about that, and um, it, was, it was my grandmother, I'll just go ahead and tell you, it was my grandmother, and uh, she was a fine Christian lady, and she was uh, in her mid-90s, so she had a long, full life, and didn't suffer, and didn't have any diseases, and it was one of the best kind of situations that you can imagine, because I know that she's in heaven right now having a great, great time. Uh, but that being said, um, didn't get to do the show. And then the following week, I actually bought a car. I went to Knoxville to get a car. So that was a, a bunch of craziness right there. So it's been a little bit, uh, a little bit crazy for me personally. And uh, top on top of that, a family to take care of, a two-year-old and a four-month-old. And man, you're, you're looking at it. It's crazy there. So I appreciate your patience, and uh, we're going to try to get back onto a schedule. And I'm contemplating, and you should let me know this or not, but I'm contemplating on doing a bi-monthly schedule. Uh, not that I'm running out of material or not that I'm anything like that. It's just that it's very, very difficult uh, to put a show on every week. Um, and I'll probably still end up doing weeks because I've got plenty of um, plenty of material. But anyway... Email me. Let me know what you think. Uh, get on the Facebook page. Get on the uh, get on the Twitter on the Twitters, as uh, George Bush said, the Twitter, and uh, let me know what you think. But today we are talking about backing up backups. How in the world do you back up your computer? I would venture to say that the majority of you. I don't have any stats sitting in front of me on my notes here, but I would venture to say that that. Probably 80 to 90% of you right now listening to this show, and well, the listeners of this show may have backups because I've stressed it before, but if you're just listening to this show because you thought it would be neat to hear about backups, then I think that probably 80 to 90% of you don't have a backup, Uh, meaning you do not have a working backup to where if your computer got dropped in a toilet 
or, and yes, I've heard of that. No joke. I've, I've heard of that. Not, it's not just iPhones and stuff falling in toilets. People's entire computers have fallen in toilets. Don't, I don't even know what the story was, but it's incredible how many people just in the last few months, a couple of them have been college students just in the last few months have come to me and said, so I think my computer crashed. I had a girl do that just a couple of weeks ago. She's a student at UT Knoxville. She's in our youth group. She came up to me and she says, so I think my computer crashed. Like it was a question slash a statement, you know? And I said, well, are you good? And have you followed my advice multiple times? And do you have a backup? And she says, mm, no. And I would venture to say that pretty much, not, I'd say 95% of college students do not back up their computers. Most people do not back up. And then you wonder why you lost everything. I was sitting in a hotel room with my wife at Polishing the Pulpit two years ago. And I walked in and she had the a absolute look of just terror on her face. And our son was, was asleep in the bed across the room. And I said, what is wrong? And she's like, I think I deleted all of our photos. She had deleted the iPhoto library file that was found on in one of these folders to try to free up some space. She was trying to free up space on our computer so she could put more photos on there. We didn't have a backup of that computer, at least. So the first 10 months of our son's pictures, which my wife had taken the majority of, were gone. Now, I was able to find some kind of shady data recovery program and download that and have it run through it. And I got most of them back. I'd say I got about 80% of them back, but there's 20% of them that we will never see again. Why are you not backing up? That's the question. We have safeguards in our lives for so many things. Uh, we have backup plans for natural disasters. We have um, backup generators. Some of you even have backup generators at your home that kick on for when power goes out. Uh, you have backups upon backups for lots of different things in your life. So why are you not backing up your digital lifestyle? I'm going to give you, on the Windows PC side and the Mac side, I'm going to give you several tools that are all free, by the way, several tools that you can use uh, to get those things done, get these backups done. Here we go. We're going to start off with the Windows side first. You can start making regular backups today. And the way that you can do that is to get an external hard drive. Now, I'm sure you've seen these, and I'm sure you've got them to store um, things on. Uh, you store photos on them, store, um, uh, store different things like documents and different other things, videos, stuff that takes up too much room on your hard drive on your computer. You just put it on your external hard drive, and that's fine. And that serves as a sort of kind of backup. And that's kind of what most people do. They say, well, I've got my pictures backed up. Well, if you have them in one place, they're not backed up. Because if that one thing goes, you know, if you lose that hard drive, then those photos and those videos and whatever are gone. So 
what you do is you have them on both. You have them on your computer and you have them on an external hard drive. And I'm not even going to go into how geeky I am about backups because I have been burned uh, before on backups. As you can tell by the story I just told, that happened a couple of different times uh, in college when I didn't have backups because either I couldn't afford an external hard drive or something like that or a solution. But now with online backups, with all sorts of other different things that you can use, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, um, I really, really would recommend just making a backup. And there's a couple of different types of backups that you can use and put on your computer. So um, if you can't remember to make a backup, then set a calendar alert or set a recurring event on your calendar to do it once a week or once every two weeks. Uh, if you do a lot of stuff that requires saving, if you have a lot of big projects, if you have a lot, if you work on a lot of graphics or work on a lot of video or different things like that, or you have a lot of documents that you work on weekly, then yeah, you probably want to save and back up weekly. Uh, but if you don't, then you use your discretion. You know, you may only have to back up once a month, but I recommend backing up weekly. And um, that way, if you back up weekly and something completely happens and you're at the most seven days removed from your latest backup. So you have only lost the last seven days. How comforting would that be to have something happen to your computer and then only have lost the last seven days? I think that would be really great. Um, I recommend for both Windows and for Mac, the Seagate Slim 2 terabyte drive. It's tiny, it's USB 3.0, and it is just wonderful. It's the one of the best hard drives I've ever used. It is a spinning hard drive, which means you can hear it and it's you know, it's doing its little sounds and stuff like that. If you can afford it, if you've got if you're just, you know, if you got a lot of money and you've got some money to put at this thing, I would definitely recommend a solid state backup drive because it will probably last a lot longer. Um, and if you have a solid state drive on your computer, that does not mean that your computer will never crash or your hard drive will never crash. Uh, it only means that when it does crash, you can't, it's even harder to get the data uh, because solid state is exactly what it says. It does not have a spinning or moving part for the hard drive. It doesn't make that little sound. If you have a solid state drive on your computer, which is what all the phones these days use, all the phones have solid state hard drives in them. They're just little chips. They look like RAM or they look like a little motherboard chip. And um, you, they will just store all your, instead of a spinning hard drive, they are stored in solid state memory. But they can still fail. Um, not nearly as much as a spinning hard drive can fail. Because anytime the more moving parts you have, the higher rate of failure you will have. It's not, um, it's not hard to figure out. But I would recommend the Seagate Slim 2 terabyte, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. You can get them on Amazon for about a hundred bucks, probably a little bit less. I think I got mine for eighty-eight dollars. Really, really nice. So for you Windows people out there, for you um, PC users, what I would recommend is actually right on your machine. You don't have to download anything. You don't have to use AVG, or you don't have to use any of these other virus programs or anything like that. Um, but you can use. Uh, Windows built-in backup and restore. If you go to your search bar down there on the Windows menu, you can actually search backup and restore. And uh, Microsoft, I'll put a link to the show notes. Microsoft actually has a really good video. Uh, this is Windows Vista and up, by the way. Um, it has a really nice video to tell you how to do uh, Windows backup and restore. 
and uh, it's free it's built in and um, you can set timed backups you can set which files you want to back up or you can back up the entire computer you can back up uh, you can set how often you want to do it it's actually really really nice uh, there's a really, really lightweight app that you can find, and I'll have a link to this in the show notes as well, called Drive Image XML. I don't know what the XML stands for, but it will make a full bootable backup of your PC. So when we're, I'm going to kind of categorize this into two different kinds of backups. You've got your incremental backups, and then you've got your full backups. And when I say incremental backups, I mean you're just doing it at a a piece at a time. You do one main backup to start with, and then you, it will add on to that backup as you back as you continue to back it up. For instance, if you have a 250 gigabyte hard drive on your computer, it will back up the first time, which always the first backup is always the, the longest. So prepare for that. The bigger the hard drive, the more data you have, the longer it will take. Um, and it can take up to six hours, if not 12 sometimes. So it, it can take a while. But what will happen is if you have 250 gigabytes, uh, a gigabyte hard drive, say you have filled up 100 gigabytes of that, okay? Your computer or these programs, your Windows backup and store or this drive image Excel, XML, it will back up 100 gigabytes, okay? Say next week, you've been working a lot. You've had some files added. You've got 10 more gigabytes. So you have 110 gigabytes, follow me here, 110 gigabytes taken on your computer with space out of 250 gigabytes, okay? So what is your incremental backup going to do? Is it going to back up, erase the 100 and back up 110? No, it's just going to back up the changes. It's going to back up the, it's going to back up that 10 from the last week or however long the time period was. So incremental backups are really, really nice, and Windows Backup and Restore will do that for you. Uh, on the Mac side, the Time Machine will do that for you um, automatically, and Time Machine is really, really great uh, for doing that. Uh, I've heard of people having trouble restoring from a Time Machine backup on the Mac, so you might look into that a little bit, and don't ever use one backup method exclusively. Uh, use a couple of different methods at different staggered times. I do a incremental backup every week. I do an image backup and I'll talk that's a full backup. I'll talk about that here in just a second. I do that every month. And then every year, I will clear out all the old backups and make all new backups for those. And I have those scheduled on my calendar. My computer will ping me to do that and I will do that. Sometimes I'll just plug it in, go to lunch, and I come back and it's done. And then when I make a big drive backup, I'll do it overnight. It'll take a couple hours to do that, and I'll do that overnight. And uh, so when we're talking about a full backup, we're talking about making a full bootable copy. When I say bootable, I mean you could take that hard drive out of its enclosure, plug it into your computer, and it would work like you just didn't, nothing happened. That's the beauty of that. And that requires you to have more than one external hard drive, I know. But if you're working with a lot of stuff and you have a lot of files and everybody is kind of gathering and, and collecting all these files now, if you have stuff that you care about, how much is it worth to you? And let me ask you this as another hypothetical question. If you were to lose all of your stuff, how much would you pay to get it back? Would you pay $200, $300, $400, 1000 What would you pay? 
So it's important to think about these things before they happen and you can prevent these things from happening because you can't depend on services like Dropbox or Google Drive or any of those things to keep a backup of your stuff. Now, they will have backups and they will have backups of your stuff. But if you don't have everything on your computer backed up through Dropbox, which is impossible, by the way, you can't do that. You can't make a full backup of your computer onto Dropbox. It just can't be done. So you will not have everything. Uh, when you back up through Time Machine on the Mac, and it's built in as well, um, it backs up settings, apps, account passwords, um, saved pages, bookmarks, um, applications, application states. It saves everything. And it literally it literally takes a, a picture of your entire system and everything on it. Uh, settings and wallpaper and all sorts of stuff. It's it's actually really, really good. This kind of sounds all complex, but if you spend just a few minutes a week and a few more a month, it could really save you a lot of trouble if your hard drive was to fail. Now, you may think it's a virus that's happening to your computer if, you're, um, if your uh, computer's getting slow, especially if you're on a Windows PC and your computer starts to get really slow, you may think, oh, I've got a virus, or my computer's getting old, it's getting slow. Well, that could be a sign that your hard drive is about to fail. If you notice that you're typing, you click, 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 and then it takes a few minutes or a few seconds for the words to appear, they're kind of delayed, that is a telltale sign that your hard drive is beginning to fail. And that happens on every machine. That happens on Macs and PCs alike. So if that's happening to you, you need to find an external hard drive and back up your most sensitive information, your most prized documents and different things like that. Um, do you have to make a bootable copy of your hard drive? No, but I do because I, want, I don't want to have to set all that stuff back up if uh, my hard drive was to crash. So I just do that and uh, it's really, really nice. Now, I would get an external hard drive I would find that one that I recommended. And you may think, oh, two terabytes. Gosh, I don't need that much. All I got is a bunch of Word documents and just a couple of pictures. You'll be surprised at how much space you start to take up. Um, since having children, my wife is creating upwards of 20 to 25 gigabytes a month of video and pictures just from her phone. Now granted, these are big pictures, these are high quality pictures, and these are HD video. But I'm just saying, you will start to run out of space quicker than you think. So why not buy a bigger hard drive and future-proof? Um, I've actually got an, only a terabyte of my two terabytes remaining because I back up uh, several computers to that one drive. And then I'll make a copy of that drive and put it on the other. But I'm extremely nerdy and I have two backups in two different places. Uh, so I make sure that if anything happens, and don't keep all your backups in the same place. If you have a backup hard drive, you know, keep it at your office. Don't keep it at the house. Keep it at your office because something may happen to it. Somebody, it may get stolen. Uh, it may burn in a fire if your house catches on fire, God forbid, or anything like that. But uh, you need to have a backup in another place. 
So those are a few apps that you can use. I want to talk about a few apps that you can use for the Mac. Uh, the Mac actually has a, a, a really cool options for using that. I like Super Duper. Uh, Super Duper is a way to make, you can make incremental backups with it, or you can make a full drive image backup uh, and a bootable backup on a, on a hard drive. And it's really, really great service or great uh, application. And it just really works. And um, Time Machine is always very good. And uh, if you're looking at services like Dropbox, uh, Dropbox is an online backup for your most sensitive documents, not for everything. But for your most sensitive documents, not a bad idea. Because if everything, if you were to lose all of your backups and your computer, Dropbox would still have your files or Google Drive or OneDrive or any of those other services. They would still have your files. As long as you knew the password to get onto it, they would still have your files, which is actually really, really good. So I would say put your most sensitive and most prized pictures, uh, maybe even your most prized videos and different things like that on Dropbox. Dropbox actually just introduced a new tier of service. They offer one terabyte of storage, and that is um, 10 bucks a month. Really, really great deal. So get on that. Make sure that you can do that and um, start putting your most sensitive stuff in there. And even if everything else happens, Dropbox should still have all your files. And before we close, I just want to um, mention some online backup services. And I, I really can't, especially to people in rural, er, rur, I can't even say it, rural areas, uh, I can't recommend these backup services yet because internet speeds have just not gotten to the place where you can send a large amount of data uh, to upload to a service over these, uh, over these internet networks. And so uh, at the time, I can't really recommend that. Um, because it takes forever, even with a good internet connection, uh, it will take forever to upload um, 500 gigabytes of data to an online service. But if you have a really fast internet connection and it's reliable and you can use two or three, four days to consistently back up, uh, make your first initial backup on these services, they're actually really, really great. Carbonite is a really great service. Uh, Backblaze is also a really good service, and they both offer pretty cheap. I think it's either between five and ten dollars a month. Uh, they will offer you online backup services, and a they have Mac and a, a PC clients that you can use right on your desktop. And um, once they make the initial backup, it will just uh, continue to make the incremental backups that are necessary. So, those are just some online backup services that you can look into if you would like. But nothing like having a physical copy of your data from your computer or multiple computers right there, either in your office or at your home. So that is backups in a nutshell for Windows and Mac. And uh, we appreciate you listening today. We're going to say a prayer as is our custom, and then we will be uh, adjourned for the day. Let's go to God in prayer. Lord, we thank you so much for this wonderful day, and we thank you so much for the opportunities that you have given us to spread the gospel. Lord, we'd hope that you would uh, have make your gospel heard throughout the world and that somebody maybe even hear just this message and see that people are trying to use tools and different things to glorify your kingdom, to make your kingdom more effective in its ministries. And Lord, we would ask that you would be with us as we use these tools to not help them cloud our judgment at all, but to make them make us more effective servants for you. 
Thank you so much for blessing us with all these things. Thank you so much for the blessing of technology. Please help us to keep it safe. Help us to keep it, uh, our important things uh, held tightly to us, Lord. And thank you so much that you have given us the opportunity uh, to be servants of yours. Thank you so much for your son, Jesus, and it's in his name that we pray. Amen. We thank you so much for joining the show today, and we will be back next week. And uh, we will be talking about some really cool stuff here coming up in the next few months. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm actually going to be, I, no, not next week, I will be at M2Y. I will be at the M2Y Minister Ministering to Youth Conference in Orlando, Florida. And that should be really, really cool. And hopefully I'll get some material and talk to some people. I'm going to bring my mic and stuff so I can talk to some people there at the conference about how they're using technology in their ministries. So thank you so much for tuning in and I appreciate it. Make sure to like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ministry bits and check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash ministry bits. And if you want to find those show notes, once again, it's chadl.co slash m bits slash zero two three. Go out and have a blessed week. Thank you so much. Ooh, she-